welcome to the Brown Skin Mom podcast, the number one podcast for brown skin moms to discuss breastfeeding, parenting, lifestyle, and business while answering all of your mommy questions. Join me as we enter the hood, the motherhood. What's up, mamas? This is Crystal with Brown Skin Mom here, and I am recording this episode while I am at work. So you may hear some spa music. You may hear somebody knock on the door. I don't know. But the last Friday of October is coming up, and I wanted to get this podcast out. And with um, October being... um, Pregnancy and Loss Awareness Month, I wanted to share my story with pregnancy loss and um, talk about Munchie being my rainbow baby. I think I put some rainbow pants on her today before I left. So (laughs) purely out of coincidence. But um, yeah, so for uh, those of you that listen to the podcast, you know that a couple weeks ago I had Erica McAfee Uh, from Sisters in Loss on and she shared her mission with Sisters in Loss and she shared a little bit of her story and um, some good tidbits for moms who have experienced pregnancy and infant loss Um, and this is a common thing with women in general a common thing with black women and it's something that we often do not talk enough about um so really just to get into my experience i was a young buck i was probably not probably i was 21 yep i was 21 and um that year it was 2004 that year i had just lost my father in june june 2nd of 2004 my father had just passed away (coughs) with uh from lung cancer that had spread pretty quickly um across his body and so Uh, Come October, I um, am living life and find out that I am pregnant. I didn't even know that I was pregnant. I, something was up. That's what it was. Something was up because my period came. And, you know, once the normal amount of time for me had passed I was still bleeding as heavily as I you know would bleed like the first two days and if this is TMI for you go ahead and click that off or or listen to another episode of the brown skin mom podcast but um we're all moms and we know what bleeding is so whatevs but yeah so my period came or what I thought was my period came and um I just kept bleeding 
and I didn't know what exactly was going on um, I figured it might be like uh, an issue with the birth control pills I was on I didn't I didn't know being that young I wasn't like all the research and stuff that I've done now after the fact um, you know if I had known all the information that I know now of course I would know differently but whatever I was bleeding and bleeding and bleeding and um, the uh, pain was not normal cramping pain like it started out that way but then as it progressed to maybe like week two and I'm still bleeding it became a little more severe and I I don't want to say I pride myself because you know having a high tolerance of pain doesn't make you stronger or whatever than the next person you just have a high tolerance for pain that's really all it is <clears throat> And so, um, me and my high tolerance of pain was, I would, like, like I said, I just thought that this was like my body getting used to something. I did not know at the time that I was pregnant. And, um, so I think I bled for like a month. Um, and um, yeah, I, and I was working at Barnes and Noble um, part-time and working someplace else. I cannot remember if I was, a I can't remember, but I know I was working at Barnes and Noble. And I almost fainted at work. It was like to the point where I had to, in between um, checking customers out, I had to sit down to get my balance and stuff together because I was I'm losing I'm losing blood and I've been losing blood for weeks and not knowing what was going on, not being educated about this stuff, never being told anything about anything that I'm getting ready to share with you all I didn't know what you know what's going on and so um I bled from I mean this all started in October was it no it started in November sorry I got pregnant in October didn't know that but anyway um started in November and finally um, I, st I took a pregnancy test. I was like, something is going on. I took a pregnancy test and it turned out positive. And I'm like, but I'm bleeding. So I can't be pregnant and bleeding because that just, that just doesn't happen. And, um, maybe a couple days later, I took another pregnancy test. And that was positive too and I'm like okay and I think it in, in somewhere in this um, time frame of a few weeks the
the bleeding had kind of died down and then came back. And so I took another <clears throat> pregnancy test. So that's three pregnancy tests, y'all. And all three were positive. And I'm like, okay, I gotta call the doctor because um, something is not right. If, if I'm doing all this bleeding and I'm pregnant, something is not right. So <clears throat> I, um, I call the doctor, I get in there, get to my appointment. This is December 2nd. And, um, okay, so let me rewind. So finding out I was pregnant and it kind of confirmed because I, I knew something was going on but when like taking these three pregnancy tests and they all came back positive I was like okay so what can I do to stop this bleeding because I've always wanted to be a mother when I was younger I wanted like five kids now that I'm in my 30s I'm like eh give me one more because I'm not trying to be breastfeeding into my 40s this is just not and so, um, you know, is uh, finally I was pregnant and coming to terms with that. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever's going on, I need to stop this bleeding in order, f like, for the pregnancy to be healthy. And um, that's when I called the doctor because I'm like, well, what can I do to fix it? And people were really googling stuff in 2004 but I googled pregnant and bleeding and a couple of things came up and one of them was um, ectopic pregnancy and I think I, I read something about being able to fix it or save I can't remember exactly um, goodness that was so many years ago but I read something about being able to save the embryo or fetus or something so I get to the doctor and they almost sent me home y'all they almost sent me home bleeding I was still bleeding and they almost sent me home and like on my way out the door they're like you're pregnant and I'm like yeah I'm 21 years old with three pregnancy tests in my purse like what is going on and so they do the ultrasound on my tummy and then they had to do the um do I want to call it intrusive I felt intrusive they had to do the ultrasound where they have to kind of go inside um and I remember her, the um, technician, turning the screen towards her so that I couldn't see. And um, she was telling me, um, she was telling me that I was pregnant, but that there was no heartbeat and that it looks like, um, gestation if that's the right word or whatever word I'm looking for it looks like the baby had stopped growing at um 
eight weeks and that my fallopian tube which is normally your fallopian tube should be about the size of your pinky my fallopian tube was about the size of a hot dog and getting ready to rupture and I think she was glad that they had brought me back into the office because if it had ruptured that could have killed me um there's some kind of um condition or protective mechanism that happens to your body when your organs rupture uh, other organs try to protect themselves and whatever else and what that can cause a lot of pain and locking up of organs and your body shuts down and dies and that could have happened um, had they sent me home and this rupture like it was I was on the brink of a ruptured fallopian tube and that they had to um, remove my fallopian tube there was no way that they could save the baby you know me being young I'm like what what why not yada 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 the baby what had had gone and was just there in my fallopian tube um so I remember calling my mom and telling her what was going on and um she was kind of like she was shocked and she was um, upset for me kind of you know very empathetic but she was also like at 21 you really don't need a child right now because you're living your life and yada yada but being in that situation I was like not trying to hear that and so I have surgery to remove my left fallopian tube um they asked did I want to see uh the baby and I did not not because I didn't care about like I had already named this baby when I found out I was pregnant with these three pregnancy tests I'm like oh okay I had already named this baby <clears throat> and funny enough one of my mom friends now has a um son with it is it like the way the universe works is crazy but i'd already named the baby i knew the baby was a boy kind of like when i was pregnant with nona i knew she was a girl i knew you couldn't tell me nothing people were like oh the way you're carrying because you're growing you're growing front you're not growing wide this is a boy you're sitting here and i'm like this is a girl so i had already named this baby to go back so when they asked did i want to see the baby it was kind of like i didn't want to see because it it it, it wouldn't make me <clears throat> feel any better um so i just told them no and my surgery happened i kid you not 
six months to the minute that my father passed. My father passed at, and I would have to find the death certificate to be sure, but um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. My father passed June 2nd, 2004 at 8.02 p.m. And I lost my baby December 2nd at 8.02 p.m. And uh, that was difficult because I, it, it was like, I've always been a spiritual person, not necessarily religious. So I'm, part of me has always wondered, you know, I don't know, souls and our souls never die and, and things like that. So I wonder like what the connection was to that. But yeah, so. Okay, so my phone cut out on me, y'all. But anyway, so. I lost, I, I experienced an ectopic pregnancy. For those who do not know what that is, it is when your fertilized embryo gets stuck in your fallopian tube. I've even heard of it happening in the abdominal cavity. I believe it's, if it's pretty much anywhere outside the uterus, it's an ectopic pregnancy. And most times, I'll probably go ahead and be safe and say all times it's not a viable pregnancy when that happens. Um, I did not even know that ectopic pregnancy was possible until I googled it. I was like all up and through WebMD because WebMD was the thing. So I was all up and through WebMD. Did not even know that this was possible, but I was like, if they can fix it, if they can save it, then boom, whatever, we good. Um, and so I'm uh, meeting people as I get older, because for a while, maybe for the first few years, I thought that was it. Like, I thought that I wouldn't be able to have children after that and um, years after that I start meeting people who are um, children of women who have had ectopic pregnancy um, because I've always I've always shared that not the full experience but I've always shared that that was something that I dealt with because um, it kind of helped me accept it and it helped me I guess come to terms with I don't know have a wonderful I don't know it, it, I just always if it came up in discussion I always was like yeah I had an ectopic pregnancy and this is what happened yada 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 um, so when I started meeting people whose parents, whose mothers had gone through that, and here they are in my face saying, yeah, my mom had an ectopic pregnancy, and then she had me, I started feeling a lot better, like, oh my God, okay, yeah. And so I had moved to Atlanta, I think, by this time. And I'm talking to my doctor in Atlanta. She's like, yeah, everything is good. Everything is healthy. It's just, you know, if, an egg comes from the left ovary, 
you kind of have to be very careful because there's no fallopian tube over there for it to um, travel through. Um, but if it comes from the right ovary, you, you still want to make sure that it's in the right place, but you're pretty much good. Um, and so as I got older, getting older, getting older, cl uh, closing up on 30, crossing 30, passing 30, I'm like, I want children one day. And so I started taking care of myself. I had always taken care of myself to a certain extent, but I started doing cleanses and, um, um, detoxing and eating right and um, crystals and yoni eggs because they're supposed to have all these healing powers like I am literally preparing myself because I'm like I'm gonna be somebody's mom so it's happening um, and then I meet Lawrence uh, Papa Bear if you've listened to other podcasts I call him Papa Bear um, but I meet Lawrence and we build our relationship and along comes Nona which we didn't know it was Nona at the time we just <laughs> knew I was pregnant and she was a surprise pregnancy. Miss Nona was not planned. And Munchie, if you ever decide to listen to the podcast, you were not planned. But that doesn't mean that you were not loved. You are definitely loved. And you may not have been planned conscious. Anyway, don't get me off on a tangent. So anyway, pregnant with Nona. Yada, yada, yada. And I have to have like early sonograms I think they don't usually start the sonograms until six to eight weeks maybe like as soon as I found out I was pregnant and I found out because I got really really sick one weekend fevers chills go to the doctor and before I even leave the parking lot they talk they're calling and like you're pregnant and I'm like oh my god anyway <laughs> But I had to have a um, early uh, sonogram, and I think it was like six weeks. I can't remember, but um, her heartbeat was going super fast, and I was so excited. And we, like I said, we didn't know who she or he was because we kept that a surprise. But um, she was there. And then came the the 12 week sonogram and she was jumping and moving and flipping and it was uh, amazing, amazing to see my little rainbow baby growing and becoming a baby and so um yeah like once 12 weeks hit that's when I was able to call my mom and tell her that she was going to be a grandmother 
I guess I just needed to get out of that having experienced loss before I needed to get out of the quote unquote danger zone that a lot of us mothers feel we need to get out of before we share this great news with the world um and especially if you've experienced loss and you know that is you know a danger zone a lot can happen in the first 12 weeks a lot can happen throughout the whole 40 weeks and does anybody agree with me that 40 weeks equals 10 months like where do they get this nine anyway i guess because the first couple weeks you know anyway 40 weeks is a long doggone time to be pregnant and i think nona knew that i was over it <laughs> at 38 weeks because he was like okay fine here i come but yeah so nona is um my rainbow baby thought she was going to be a halloween baby but she decided to wait and come the next day um but yeah that is pretty much it i have a client in a few minutes so i just wanted to share my experience with loss um my experience with being pregnant with Nona and kind of having to, I guess, tread lightly that first trimester and make sure she was okay. But once that 12-week sonogram hit, y'all, like I said, she was moving and flipping and percolating and <laughs> she, was, she was alive and well and healthy and vibrant like she is now. She wakes up in the morning her feet hit the floor with the force of a lumberjack and she takes off running and I love it um, so yeah that is it for my experience So to close out October being Pregnancy Loss and Awareness Month, I want to leave moms out there who have experienced loss with a few um, affirmations to kind of repeat to yourself mentally to kind of pull you through the difficult time. Um, the first one being, it is safe for me to be happy during this pregnancy. I deserve this blessing. The next, this is a different pregnancy, a different baby, a different story with a different ending. So try not to carry those same fears into your new pregnancies, even though it is hard. The next one, I am strong and healthy and so is the baby I am creating I like that one I posted that one on Instagram this baby growing inside me is full of life and will live a beautiful one gotta speak that into existence speak it as if it already is and lastly I can visualize a beautiful birth and coming home with a healthy baby in my arms Alright mamas, that is it um, 
like I said, I have a client soon, but I appreciate you for listening and have a great week. You have just listened to the Brown Skin Mom podcast. Thank you for listening. Peace, mamas. Thank you.